This is New Life Christian Fellowship's weekly message podcast. You can find us online at newlifepetaluma.org. And now, this week's message. Boy, I'm so excited that we get to be together on Christmas Day, and I'm excited that I get to direct our attention to the very heart and the core of Christmas. And uh, so we're going to have some fun with that. I'm going to tell you a story. I'm going to ask you to use your imaginations. This morning, we're going to combine Christmas with science fiction. Won't that be fun? Have you ever seen a science fiction Christmas movie? Probably not. All right. So, hey. All right. So, here's the very heart of the Christmas message. In this encounter series that we've been going through, we've been talking about the fact that God wants us to encounter Him. And the very heart of the Christmas message is about us encountering God. In fact, Stated simply, you'll see it up here on the video screens, the heart of the Christmas message is is that God came to earth as Jesus. In fact, we're going to go back to the story that, that Susan just read to the kids because in there, there's an announcement from the angel to Joseph. And out of that, we're going to see our key word for the morning. So let's go here and let's read what the Bible says about that. It says, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, that's Joseph, in a dream, and he said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And the word Jesus, you might not know what that word means. It means that God or Jehovah saves. That's the, that's the background of that word. So the name that Jesus was given was not a random name. It was one specifically chosen for him. Now it goes on to say, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him, what's the next word? Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. I want you to circle the last three. Oh, you don't have them on your notes, do you? All right, in your mind, circle the last three words. God with us. Is that really true? Could that really be true? If it is true, what difference does it make? That's what we're going to explore for the next few minutes. So let's talk about the fact Could that really be true? Or is that just some sort of pipe dream? Or was Jesus really God in a human body? Well, I want us to consider six things. The first is, no one was ever born like Jesus was born. Who ever heard of someone having his birth announced by an angel? I would like to think that I'm a very special guy. Hopefully my parents think that. But there was no angel who announced my birth. No, none of us had that happen. Not only that, no one was ever born to a virgin other than Jesus. It's a physical human impossibility. Not only that, at his birth, hundreds of angels came. And at his birth, a moving star came. And around his birth, the shepherds testified of angels. The magi testified of the moving star. Even, even King Herod heard about the moving star. 
and, and saw it, but all those things. No one was ever born like Jesus. Already, it was an indication that He was not just human. He was God in a human body. No one ever lived like Jesus lived. At 12 years of age, he stood in the temple and he confounded the most well-educated people in Jewish law at 12 years of age. But he did something that no other human being would do, no human being in his right mind would do. He stood in front of his enemies and said, can anybody point out one sin in my life? Anybody in our crowd this morning willing to do that? No, because we're afraid someone would tell the truth, right? Yeah. And yet... The crowd was speechless. In fact, at his trial before he died, you know what he was actually convicted of? They couldn't find anyone who could find one fault in him. So he was convicted of claiming to be God in a human body. Wouldn't you love it if the worst thing you could ever be uh, convicted of was telling the truth about yourself? Yeah, that's what he was condemned for. No one ever lived like Jesus. No one ever taught like Jesus taught. He never wrote down a single word of his own. And yet, some 2,000 years later, his teachings, every year since the invention of the printing press, and probably even before that, but in the 556 years since the printing press was, was invented, his teachings have been the number one seller. Can you imagine writing a book that was the number one seller for 556 years straight? Yeah. No one ever taught like Jesus taught. Even today, 2,000 years later, 40% of the people on our planet claim to follow his teachings. Wow. No one ever did miracles the way Jesus did miracles. Have you seen anybody walk on water recently? You ever heard of anybody walking on water? No, of course not. You know anybody who controls the weather? We can't even tell what the weather's going to be like. Ask your local weather guy, but don't depend on it, right? Yeah. You ever heard of anybody who walked into a town and healed every single sick person in the town, no matter what? The blind, the deaf, people with flu, people with colds. be nice to have them come this morning, wouldn't it? Right. People with missing limbs, people with terminal illnesses, it didn't make any difference. The miracles, no one ever did miracles like Jesus did. No one ever died like Jesus died. The Bible says when he died, the sun went dark at midday. The Bible says when Jesus died, the earth shook to the point that rocks split. Think that might get our attention? Yeah. The Bible says when Jesus died that the tombs of famous people opened up and famous people came out of the grave and went into the city of Jerusalem and appeared to thousands of people. Would that make the news? Yeah, that would make the news worldwide. The Bible says when Jesus died that the, that the curtain in the holiest building in the world, the temple, was torn in two from top to bottom. No one ever died like Jesus died. But no one ever raised himself like Jesus did. Who in their right mind would, would predict when they were going to die 
how long they would stay dead and that they would come back on their own. And in spite of a detachment of soldiers and the seal of the governor that was put over that tomb saying anyone who opened that tomb would be, would be uh, condemned to die, in spite of that, Jesus broke those, rolled away the stone himself, walked out, and appeared to hundreds of people. So convincing was that to those people that many of those people died before they would go back on their testimony because Jesus had forever changed their lives. You know, establishing that Jesus was more than a human being is actually a relatively simple thing. Anyone who's willing to look at the evidence, it's just everywhere. There's no human being who's ever even come close to that stuff. But the really important question is, what difference does it make? I mean, suppose Jesus was just a talented, charismatic, very persuasive, good, decent human being. What difference would that make? Well, friends, it would make all the difference in the world. So this is where we bring in science fiction. Got your imaginations ready? Okay, I want you to imagine with me a real alien were to come to our earth and not just appear to a couple of people out in the field, not to abduct some unknown person over here and take them up into a chiclet-shaped space thing, but were to actually come and live on our earth for 33 years, talk with people, grant interviews, travel and do the things that we do. Would that make the news? Are you kidding? It would shake up the entire world. The implications of someone from another place coming to our planet and actually living here, I mean the implications for that are huge. But let's up the ante just a little bit. Now let's suppose that this alien begins to exhibit powers that are far greater than human powers. And begins to do things that no human being can do. Would that make the news? That would, that would just end. It would also up the terror, correct? Yeah. But we're not done with our science fiction movie yet. We've got to up the ante one more time. Now let's suppose that that alien, mind you, for 33 years is giving one consistent message. I'm coming back with millions of my buddies. And we are taking over the world. And we are changing everything about it. And we are going to rule the world. And there's nothing you can do about it except get on board with us. Does that sound like a, a science fiction movie? A terror movie, right? Now, I'm quite sure you can catch the connection. What was the message Jesus gave? I'm not from this earth. I am from heaven. Correct? What was the consistent message he gave? I'm coming back with millions of my angels, and we're going to do what? We're going to change everything about this earth. I'm coming back with millions of my angels, and we're going to set up our kingdom right here 
on this earth and we are going to rule and reign. That's it. Yeah. I want you to think about this for a minute. Two principles we want to draw from that. And the first one is this. You'll see it up on the video screens. And that is, why is this so important? Because we would be foolish to ignore what God said and act as if it made no difference to us. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. That's the message of Christmas. Now, unlike an alien who's going to come and threaten us, the great thing about the message that Jesus gave is, guess what? You get to be part of my kingdom, and when we come back to change everything about this earth, you are going to experience a life you can't even imagine now. It's wild beyond your, your wildest imaginations. It's going to be great, as Kevin would say, right? Isn't that how Kevin says that? It is. It's going to be great. Here's the only deal. The only people who get to live that life are people who get on board with Jesus. Who say, yeah, that sounds good to me. We've been trying to fix this place for centuries, millennia on our own. And the more we tinker with it, sort of the more off kilter it gets. Have you noticed that about our earth? How many of you are really excited about voting in the coming election because you think it's actually going to really solve our problems? Yeah, I don't know any of <laughs> There don't seem to be that many solutions. Why? Because the more we tinker with it, yeah, I'm going to vote. I should. I, I, I'm a U.S. citizen. But I'm not so silly as to think that's going to solve all of our problems. But when Jesus comes, man, I'm voting for that because I recognize that's going to change everything. Okay? So, yes, that's why we're here this morning, because we believe that the fact that Jesus was not just a charismatic human being, he was God entering our world in a human body. It makes all the difference in the world. But there's a second thing, and this one goes sort of beyond the power and the science fiction thing. This goes into the realm of our spirit and our soul. Because I think there's something in the heart of every one of us that knows only God could make peace with God. The Bible's really clear about this, and intuitively we all know it. Our sins make us God's enemy. Not because He wants it that way, but because our sins brought death into His world. Our sins brought destruction into His world. Our sins brought decay into His world. Our sins ruined and tainted everything that was great about God's world, and our sins make it miserable oftentimes for us to live together. It's why we have jails. It's why we have prisons. It's why there's all the things that we have. It's why we live in a litigious society. Because our sins have done all that. Makes us the enemy of God. Now follow me. What human being would ever follow someone who said, uh, Trust me, I think I can broker a deal with God. If you guys just get in line behind with me, I think I can make peace with God. Because we know that no human being has any leverage with God. If you're going to broker a deal, you've got to have some leverage. No human being could broker a deal with God. Why? Because He's divine and they're just human. Because He's all-powerful and they've got almost no power. Because He's sinless and, they got, and they're full of sin. They've got nothing that they can leverage with God. Nothing at all. But now just suppose that God's Son comes to earth 
in a human body and says, follow me. I think I can broker a deal with death. Chances any better? No. Because sons can broker deals with dads like nobody else. And the message of Christmas is that God came to earth as His Son Jesus to broker a deal with us that lasts for eternity. So why are we here this morning? We're here to declare the core truth of Christmas. That Jesus was, is, and always will be Emmanuel. Which means what? God with us. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. You can find more information about New Life, including contact information, at newlifepetaluma.org. Thanks for listening.